what I completely believe and understand to be true is that social media exposes us, it doesn't change us. So if you're the kind of person that lays in bed on a Friday night at 9.30, goes through a feed and sees your best friends at a party and that fucks with you, you are insecure. Social media is being demonized because we hate to be held accountable. What's good everybody? This is Running From Comfort episode 11. I'm your host, Zach. This is the second edition of The Solo Show, but we have a special guest feature with one quick question and one quick answer from the man himself, Gary Vaynerchuk. You heard him in that intro clip. He was dropping fire. Social media is exposing us, is it? Well, let's discuss this topic in a bit more detail. So, what I want to tell you about today's show is what I'm going to talk to you about is insecurities. And in addressing insecurities, I want to talk to you guys about how I have addressed some of my own insecurities in my life and how that's led me to be in a happier place and to be more at peace with myself to allow me to be able to just go through life and not worry about things. As well as that, I want to talk about the topic that Gary addressed when answering my question about how social media is exposing us. Is it exposing us? Does it have a negative impact on society? Well, I don't necessarily know that I have the answer, but what I can tell you guys is my own opinion based on my own subjective experience and observations that I've made on the world around me. And finally, I want to talk about getting rid of your fear of rejection because I think that's going to tie in nicely with what you have to do to work on your insecurities. So let's get started on today's episode. Now, you all heard that intro clip. Um, So just to give you guys a bit of context, I went to an event run by Success Resources Australia and Gary Vaynerchuk was the headlining speaker and he was on fire. He blew the roof off this place. Now, I don't want to knock any of the other speakers at this event, but look, for the most part, I did learn some good information from some of the other speakers, but they were trying too hard to get the hard sell on their business masterminds. And me, myself, not having my own business, making X amounts of dollars or having the money to spend on these expensive masterminds wasn't that useful for me. But here's what you got to respect about Gary V. He was not there to sell anything. He didn't have a business mastermind for you to go attend or anything along those lines. He was just there to give the people some really good, solid information. And then he opened up the floor for Q&A for people to ask their questions. So I literally jumped out of my seat for this opportunity because I thought, right, when am I going to get a chance to ask Gary V a question? Who knows? So I had to make sure I was one of the first ones up the front so I could ask. And well... You heard the intro clip, that was part of his response, but now what I'm going to do is I'm going to rewind a little bit and let you guys hear my full question to Gary and his full response. And then we're going to discuss this because I think what he had to say was quite profound. It's one of the most interesting takes that I've heard somebody give on social media. Now, I have heard him mention this before, but it's interesting to hear him bring this up. And this is something that I really want to discuss. So I'm done talking about this for now. Let's hear it from Gary. Slightly nervous and I need to pee, but <laughs> first and foremost, consuming your content really changed my perspective on life and I finally figured out how to be happy and at peace regardless of where I'm life, so thank you for that. Now, anyone's my question. So I want to ask you, because you are the king of content, you spend a lot of time on social media, you're posting all the time. Is there any way you sort of disconnect from the social media world for your mental health or do you find it doesn't affect you negatively? Um, it doesn't affect me 
I don't disconnect from it on purpose in any shape or form. Because what I completely believe and understand to be true is that social media exposes us, it doesn't change us. The two people that told you it's been a negative don't realize that they were in a negative place prior to it, and if it was never invented, they were insecure and broken before it. Everybody who's blaming social media for making us bad, Facebook didn't make you write a single thing. You wrote it. This is exposing us. So if you're the kind of person that lays in bed on a Friday night at 9.30, goes through a feed, and sees your best friends at a party and that fucks with you, you were insecure. That Instagram didn't make you insecure. Your DNA, parenting, and environment made you insecure. This is speeding up the process of exposing us, which will lead to much better conversations. Social media is being demonized because we hate to be held accountable. Now, carrying on, I do think that Gary is right in saying that social media really is exposing us because, let's be real, okay, what he said is true. If you don't have the underlying insecurity to begin with, then things like FOMO are not going to bother you. But also, I think he did misinterpret my question a little bit. I was a little bit more concerned on the aspect of screen time and how that might affect your personal relationships. And I really am a strong believer that if you are spending too much time on social media, that it will impact your ability to connect with people face-to-face. Now, obviously, that's not Gary's experience. He's built an empire on social media, okay? So I don't think he's going to have a lot of bad things to say about it. And you know what? Fair enough. That's his opinion. That's his own subjective experience, right? But moving forward with this, what social media does do is that, you know, humans already had the problem of FOMO. I remember experiencing FOMO of knowing my friends were at a party that I wasn't invited to because I wasn't popular enough and getting mad about that before social media, right? Probably all in like the early years of social media when it wasn't that big a deal. That gave me some pretty big FOMO. So he is correct in saying that social media didn't necessarily create this problem. But what it's doing is, is that it's doing it at scale. So now more than ever, we are so much more exposed to everybody else's lives in the world around us that I do think there is an issue that we become less concerned with our own lives. So what is good about what Gary does is he tries to teach people how to use social media productively by trying to tell us what we can do to build our own brands. And essentially, there's only one message behind that. Content, 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 content. Anyways, moving forward. I do think that if you spend too much time on social media, it can have a negative impact on your health. And in the past, when I've tried to be more active in posting on Instagram, I have noticed it's interfered with my day. You know, I work two jobs. I try to go to the gym every day. I try to do meal prep, all right? If you're trying to post on Instagram every single day because you want to build a brand or let people know about your keto diet, which I used to do daily, that can become draining very quickly. And of course, now I'm doing a podcast and I'm trying to produce content. I know that it can be stressful, but these are things I'm going to have to learn to deal with if I want to continue doing podcasting because I understand it's a hard game and I have to produce a lot of content. So, you know, I'm kind of sitting on the fence I really do believe I've been more on the negative side of social media 
in some of my opinions. But that being said, it's good to know that somebody like Gary, who spends as much time as he does on social media, posting, responding to people, and all sorts, who knows what else he does on his phone, man. When you're spending that much time on your phone, it's good to know that he really does believe he can manage it. And I do think he can manage it because for him, it really is a big factor in his lifestyle. And also, like like he said, it's such, such an amazing opportunity. When you think about the fact that because you have a phone and because you can create social media accounts, you have your own way to market yourself, your brand, your product at zero cost, well, welcome to the age of opportunity, people. For anybody that's making excuses as to why they can't get something done, you're the only thing standing in your way. So, to answer that question, what do I think about it? Well, the other thing I do know, and if you want to learn more about this, I recommend getting into the book, The Coddling of the American Mind. I forget the name of the author off the top of my head, but just Google it, you'll find him. He was on Joe Rogan's podcast as well. There's a chapter in that book where he does focus on building a strong correlation between the rise of mental health problems in our youth and the introduction of social media. And it tends to show that the children who have had social media from a young age and access to smartphones from those younger ages have the more dramatic rise in mental health issues, whereas people from my generation who got the technology in their later development years, you know, the later teens, it doesn't affect us as much. So there's a bit of food for thought there. So go check out the book, The Coddling of the American Mind. I really recommend the audio book. That's where where I've listened to it. It's a really fascinating book. But let's carry on with today's topic. The next thing that I want to address to you guys is you do have to work on and address your insecurities. This is such a big thing, all right? I'll tell you what, for the last year and a half, I have been on a transformation journey, okay? I have really worked hard to develop myself as a person. And I'll tell you what, right now, I'm not where I want to be in my career, right? Let's just get that straight. Everything that's happened in my life to this point, it's not gotten me exactly where I want to be, but that has does not bother me, all right? I'm not one bit bothered by that at all. Why? Because I've learned how to find happiness and peace within myself. And how do you do that? You have to address your insecurities. You have to address the things that bother you. Now, for me, what this meant was I had to learn how to fully accept and embrace who I am and accept my flaws. And it's really been the last two months that I've really gotten a good grasp of this. So I, I started off pretty well with this early on. But where I was failing was... Anytime I'd slip up on my goals, anytime I'd go run back to one of my bad habits, I would beat myself up about it. And when you beat yourself up about it and you get in a negative headspace, it keeps you in a negative headspace, it feeds onto your insecurities, and because you're feeling bad and shitty about yourself, because you're feeling bad and shitty about yourself, your brain is going to default to make you want to go to one of your bad habits because it knows that those are the things that give you the instant gratification. And if you go running towards your bad habits, you'll get the instant gratification, you'll get the dopamine hit, and you'll feel good for a little while because that's what your brain's going to want to do when you feel like crap. So it's very important that, okay, maybe you do have bad habits and you should address the fact that you need to get rid of them. Trust me, I've had plenty in my lifetime and some of them I'm not quite ready to talk about just yet. Others, 
I am willing to talk about, you know, I had a really bad binge eating issue and I spoke about that in a previous video on my YouTube channel. You can check out, it's called My Story of Losing 50 Pounds. You can't beat yourself up about going to the bad habits. You can't beat yourself up about having them. What you need to understand is right now, you, how you are right now, are made up of every single experience you have had in your lifetime, okay? And what you believe about yourself to be true is based on what you've been told, what you've been taught, the life that you've lived, what your parents told you, your teachers, your friends, your enemies, your bullies, everything. And it's not just what you've been told, it's also your life experiences. But here's the thing, you don't have to be those experiences. You can shift your perspective on life. And this is so much easier said than done. But you can put a positive spin on about everything. The old saying goes, success is failure turned inside out. Or as what Gary Vee likes to address is the fact that adversity builds success. Because when you have the challenges and the hard times, that's where you experience the growth. That's why this show is called Running From Comfort. Because if you are stuck in your comfort zone, you are not growing. You're not going anywhere. But when you step outside of your comfort zone, when you try something new and things get uncomfortable, you learn to grow. And when you learn to grow, you when you actively experience these things and you do push your comfort zone and you do get growth, you start to see how you can put that spin on it. What, what spin? The positive spin. Because anything bad that happens in your life, you really can spin into a positive. Now, of course, there are people that are going to face much tougher adversity than what I've been through. I can't sit here and say I've been through some of the hardest things in life. Now, have I experienced some heart-wrenching things and some things that I wish went different ways and, and all sorts of things, of course. All right, I've been through shit that I wish I didn't go through, but I can't sit here and tell you that I've been through um, something awfully traumatic like some people in life, but if you have been, rest assured knowing that you can turn that into your strength. And if you want an example of that, go check out, I believe it's episode seven or eight of my podcast. It's called Thank You Cancer with Logan Sneed. This is a guy who at the age of 18 was diagnosed with stage four glaucoma brain tumors, the most deadly in the world. And he now he's got rid of them. He's in remission. And he's one of the hardest working people that I see on the internet. So go check that out because this guy is absolutely crushing it. And you see, he's somebody who took his weakness and turned it into a strength. So you can learn from that example. And this is, once again, I'm going to quote Gary Vaynerchuk. He said, you know, the world is in such a way that you could come from a fifth world country with no money and no head start in life or anything, but you could still make it if you worked hard enough. At the end of the day, work is the answer. What builds the mindset to get you to work that hard? Adversity. If you feel like you've got nothing in life, just find what you want to do and go for it and go as hard as you can and don't let anything get in your way. And just remember, you're the only thing that's stopping yourself from succeeding. Now, there's another important ingredient in getting rid of your insecurities. And this is something I'm going to address in detail in a future video slash podcast potentially. And that is you need to stop judging other people. And I'm going to explain this as quickly and briefly as I can because I'm going to save the rest for my other video. But basically, the concept behind this is every time you judge somebody else, you create a standard. That standard is imprinted in your brain. Now, you impose that standard on yourself. 
Now, there's another element to this. Now, when I said you have to learn to accept yourself for all of your flaws, then you get to learn to accept everybody else for all of their flaws. And when you do that, you learn not to judge anyone. Because as I said before, you know I said you are the sum of all of your experiences that you have been through? Guess what? You don't know what anybody else's experience is. And we all do bad shit. And I'm not trying to excuse anybody's bad behavior. But the reason that people act the way that they do is a combination of everything that's happened in their life up until that point. So unless you have lived that person's life, you really cannot judge anything that they have done. Anything at all. And when you learn to stop judging other people and stop giving a shit about other people's things, you realize other people really don't care about your shit. And if they do, it's just because they're jealous or because they don't understand. And if people don't understand, you don't need them to understand. You can just go do whatever you want, okay? And when you stop judging other people and you stop judging yourself and you realize nobody cares what you're doing, then you can really have the mindset to start to move in life without those insecurities and leave them behind. Now, I'm going to end this by briefly talking about one more topic, and this is getting rid of your fear of rejection because if there's something that you can do to really address your insecurities fast and really learn to grow and develop at a quick pace, it's to put yourself in situations where you're likely to get rejected So that you can just experience that and realize that it's not the end of the world. And the other thing you'll realize as well is you're not always going to get rejected. And people are going to say yes when you don't expect them to. And the next thing you know, you've just created opportunity for yourself. And then you get to learn, holy shit, if I put myself out there, I could actually do more than what I thought I could. So I want to let you guys know something exciting. And if you've seen my Instagram, my Facebook Well, you may have already seen this, but if not, I'm going to roll this clip. So after Gary addressed my question, I snuck in one more quick question because one, I had to test my own fear of rejection. And two, I had an opportunity to speak to Gary Vaynerchuk to his face through the microphone during the Q&A. So I thought that was going to be the best opportunity I would ever have to ask him to come on my podcast. Yes, this show that you are listening to right now. So if you want to hear Gary V's response, here it is. Roll the clip. Yeah. Thank you. About a year ago, I wrote you down as my dream guest my podcast. So will you come on and how do I look it up? <laughs> nope. <laughs> <laughs> however... However, if you email me a year from today, and in the title, put, I was the guy who asked me the secure question to people, I asked him to be on the podcast, he said no, he told me to email in a year, if you email me a year from today, with all that information, then the answer is yes. I'm holding you to that. Woo! So thank you, Gary Vaynerchuk, because he did two things. One, he said... If I email him in a year's time, which guess what, Gary, expect that email in your inbox because it's going to be there and it's also going to be there with that clip attached. So Gary Vaynerchuk, on the 12th of August, 2020, you'll be getting that email and I expect to be linking up with you to organize this podcast. I mean, you know, you might not be in Australia at the time. We can do it over Skype or something, blah, blah, blah. But I'd like to do it in person when you're in Australia. (laughs) I hope you're a man of your word. But regardless of that fact, before he pulled out that little, however, if you do this, I'll put you on my podcast. He said, nope, in front of 5,000 people. 
So 5,000 people laughed at me for getting rejected by my pitch to get Gary Vee on my podcast. And guess what? I didn't even think twice about it. I didn't feel bad at all. I walked away from that with the biggest smile on my face. Even if he didn't drop that second part where he said, however, if you do this, I will come on. I still would have been at peace because that was going to be my best opportunity to ever ask him to get on. And I wasn't going to let up on that opportunity. And you see, you don't have to get up in front of 5,000 people and get rejected by Gary V to get over your fear of rejection. There are a number of ways you can test your fear of rejection. Probably the easiest one is, let's just say you're a dude and there's a girl you like, go ask her out. There's no harm in it. Just do it. See what happens. I used to be a guy that used to be very, very shy around girls. I couldn't even look some of them in the eyes. Now, I haven't actually tried this one personally, but another way I've heard people get over their fear of rejection is to go to a coffee shop, buy a coffee and like a sweet, like a cookie or a muffin, and ask for a 10% discount. And the psychology behind this idea is that if they say yes, you train your brain to ask for things that you normally wouldn't expect, and they may just happen. Or if you get rejected, you realize it's not really that bad. And I mean, there's other things you can do. Maybe you've been waiting to get a raise at work. Well, why don't you go sit down with your boss and have a conversation about that? Maybe there's a job that you want to get, but there's no open application for it. So why don't you track down the HR manager or even the CEO of that company and try and get in their face with an email and a pitch and see if you can get your foot in the door? Simple things like that. Things that will also help you get ahead in life. And the more you do those things, the more you develop confidence in yourself and confidence in life, and that's going to help you to succeed. And when you start work getting over your fear of rejection, you really do stop being insecure. Because a lot of our insecurities come from the fact that we feel like we need to be validated by the people around us. And when you can live a life where you're not seeking other people's validations, then you truly become free of your insecurities. Now, of course, you still may experience them from time to time. My insecurities still come up. Every now and then, I still get fear of rejection. But that's okay. It's a work in progress. And as long as it's not controlling your life and you're getting better at these things and you're getting more confident, then at the end of the day, that is all that matters. So, I want to wrap this up with just one final quote. And that is, action is the antidote to fear. Now, I don't always employ this, but at best, when I do feel fear of something or I get nervous or I get anxious, which still does happen to me a lot, I try to counter that with action. Now, that side of me doesn't always win, but the more I make the effort, the more I know that I'm going to grow in the long run because at the end of the day, it's a marathon, not a sprint. You're not gonna get it perfect the first time. You might not get it perfect the first 10 times, but eventually you will get better and better and better. All right, guys. So look, I'm going to close out this podcast here. If you have enjoyed, make sure you share this with somebody, okay? And if you haven't already, make sure you subscribe and follow my podcast on whatever platform you have listened to this on. Or subscribe to my YouTube channel if you're here watching and got to see my face and got to see me ask Gary V that question. Looking all kinds of nervous. And finally, take a screenshot of this, of you listening on your phone, put it on your Instagram story and tag me at Galloway's underscore take or tag out the show 
at running underscore from underscore comfort. Let me know what you've learned today and feel free to hit me up on the DMs, guys, all right? I'm happy to respond to anybody that wants to have a conversation with me. So let's get the conversation started. Now, there's going to be no podcast next week. I'm heading over to the Philippines. I may be inactive on social media. It's going to depend upon what my internet access is going to be like. However, I plan on documenting this trip because it's going to be a very interesting journey. I'm going with my dad. It's going to be a missionary trip. Yes, I'm a Christian. My dad used to be a pastor, and he set up a few churches over there. So we're going over there. My dad's going to preach. We're going to go help out some poor people. We're going to do some volunteering around the slums area. So I think it's going to be a very eye-opening trip. And I want to share some of that experience with you guys because a lot of us, we live in the Western world. We have a lot of things that we are so damn privileged to have, but we take for granted every single day. And I tell you what, a lot of people that come from these third world countries, if they had the opportunities that we had, they would absolutely crush it. So I can't wait to share the journey that I have over the Philippines with you guys. I'm going to document as much as I can. And I'm probably after that trip going to sit down and do another solo show. And then from there, we're going to continue on with the interviews. And of course, I'll be interjecting with the solo shows because I talk a lot. I got a lot to say. And I think I've already said enough of this episode. I've been rambling for over 20 minutes now. I hope you've enjoyed. I hope this has made sense. I hope that I've added some value to your life today. And if I have, don't forget to give it a share. Thank you all for listening or watching. Goodbye. I'm out. See ya.